Hi everybody and welcome to Professional Foul, a rugby league podcast. I'm Duke and I got Keithy with me. <sighs> it's Groundhog Day for me. It's Groundhog Day for Parramatta fans. I guess well, we'll get into we'll, that in a little bit, huh? Yeah. Um, I, I was talking to my to my brother and you know how they're talking about on-the-spot fines? Yeah. For, for a head high, like if you do a head high, you get an on-the-spot fine. We are saying what they should do is like the ref blows a penalty, says it's a fine, and then you have the um, the touchy runs out with the FPOS machine, <laughs> and then you have the other touchy comes out and he's got like a folder with all the players' FPOS cards in it. You find the cards, and then the player has, so they say 10 grand, and then the player has to tap. And then on the big screen, it comes up and it says approved. <laughs> All right, let's get into the games because we've got a lot to talk about this week. Um, Thursday night we had Storm 40, Broncos 12. I mean, the. What? No, it's a fucking Kafusi kills me. Straight away, the first tackle of that game, he did that that elbow forearm into Kelly's head. And straight yeah. away, he lost the ball. That yeah. ear patch thing that, he, that he's got on his head, that came off straight away. Like, he's the, <laughs> he's the dirtiest player, man. Yeah, I know. He's a dirty player. Look, Broncos hung in there for a while, but. You know, Storm just too good. You know, Hines, Hines is unbelievable. Yeah, he's, he's a great player. He's probably it's like a bit of an audition for him. He might be going up there, so he wanted to impress. Yeah. What about um, the, the Milf? How how bad was he? He was terrible. Uh, but man, can you blame him? You know, know, he's in one week, he's out the next week. They're saying they say. don't want him. How, how bad you know? would his confidence be? Yeah. Like, yeah, he'd be just completely rocked. I think he's been dropped, what, three times in the last five weeks yeah. or something? Like, yeah. It's like, you know, you don't know where you are. What what do they expect from the kid? And then he got hooked. He got hooked um before yeah. half time. Five yeah, missed tackles, terrible passes. Yeah, he's poor guy. I feel, I feel yeah. sorry for him. But yeah, Storm, as per usual, too good. I got a bit stupid and uh, not that I put a lot of money on it, but they were paying so much money and the Broncos were playing pretty good the week before, put some money on them. But, yeah, Storm, they're a machine. Yeah. Um, Cowboys 29, Warriors 28. That was a good game. Yeah, it was an entertaining game. The Cows Cows led um, 22-6 at one point. Yeah, and they let the Warriors back in there with – Oh, Walsh. Oh, Blue Eyes Walsh. He, he had a... He How's that try? How's that try? Like, he, he sped down the sideline. Yeah. And um, the opposition player grabbed him, put all his weight into trying to get him out, yeah. pulled him back, he bounced off him and fucking scored. Well, he kind of ragdolled him. And somehow, with his strength, like, he's a pretty strong kid, he still managed yeah. to put the ball down. Yeah, very impressive. Very impressive. I noticed, you know how we say, we've been saying he's got um, mannequin eyes? Yeah. He's got mannequin hair too. <laughs> look at his hair. It doll's looks like hair. It's, got, yeah, it's doll's hair. Doll's got, hair and doll's eyes. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Mate, yeah, awesome play. He had another great game. 
What about Kyle Felt with the pink boots? You notice that? Yeah. What, what's going on with that? I don't know, man. Maybe he's got a sponsorship from Prada or something. He's <laughs> <laughs> pretty and, that's, and, you, and you were right too. Um, he does have a kid. The kid? Walsh does have a kid, yeah. 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 Remember last week he said yeah, he was yeah, holding a kid? I said yeah. it's probably his little brother. It yeah. is his kid. <laughs> he must have had him when he was like 17. Yeah, 15. 15. But, um, yeah, they played amazing. What about that field goal from um, Holmes right at the end? That was incredible. Yeah, that was that was really good. What about, did you hear Blocker say, um, Blocker say about um, Walsh, oh, it's not fair that he looks like that and he plays like that. <laughs> And uh, then Warren Smith said he won't be looking like that for long. (laughs) But you know what? He's probably going to be one player that will retain his looks throughout his whole game. He's that blessed. He'll be like an ET. But, you know, yeah, that that goal kick at the end, 40-metre goal kick, won them the game. And lucky they did because, you know, can you imagine, can you imagine the the darkness that Peyton (laughs) – the paint would have bought on. He would have like dark clouds would have appeared. There would have been lightning. He would have like appeared from thin air with a cape and pitchfork. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's probably why they play like the way they play. They're so scared of these things unfolding that they they shit themselves. But yeah. I like at the end how Tohu Harris said um, it was a game of two halves. <laughs> taking something out of the Brett Kenny playbook of commentary. <laughs> All right, Tigers 34, Dragons 18. Um, you know. Solid. What do you say? Tigers were solid. Solid up the middle, yeah, tig- making heaps yeah. of metres up there. They were good, you know. And then Laurie, he played well. He scored a good try. Um, but he did that little that post-try celebration with the ears. Then I keep thinking of the bunny. I think Cook does that. Damien Cook, he did it on the weekend when he scored against us. Yeah, well, it's what it's Latrell Mitchell's. Yeah, that's thing. it. That's what I've said before. But what's yeah. he, is he trying to be a fucking tiger or something when he does it, Laurie? No, it's it's um, some uh, Aboriginal, oh, okay. yeah, indigenous thing. I thought he was trying to be a tiger, but he looks more like a kitten. He's small and cute, <laughs> you know. Doesn't doesn't work for him. But I, yeah. what about Hunt's interceptor, Dewey? Yeah, Innocent. yeah. That was look. Um, they showed Dufty, man, like at 28-6. They showed Dufty and he was laughing. He's in the crowd laughing. <laughs> yeah, well, Your team's saying... losing by 28-6 and he's up there laughing. What's that to you? Yeah, but I think they're saying that they don't want to sign him and I think it was Gus Gould maybe that said it's not because of his form playing. There's something off-field going yeah, on. Yeah, there's an off-field. There yeah. was an off-field yeah, well, incident that we don't know about. Well, if he's doing and stuff like that, he's a bit of a, you know. And Sims lifting the knee yeah. caused uh, HIA, but nothing happened to him. Yeah, well, that's like we were saying before, all the inconsistencies, you know, which you're going to get in the collision sport. Mm. And Nofaluma. Had a great game, man. Yeah. He was like one try, five tackles, 186 metres. That guy was everywhere. And, mate, like that, he had a bit of work to do to get over the line. He always finds a way to get over the line. He's a good winger. All right. Panthers 30, Dogs 4. Man, I looked at the Dogs when they were in the uh, boomerang formation. You know how everyone had to get in a boomerang formation? Yeah. At the beginning. and. I felt sorry for them. I was just looking at them, and I, I actually felt sorry for them. I thought <laughs> these guys are going to get fucked. But you know what? 
they did way better than we did when we played the Panthers. Yeah, but the the Panthers were there to. The, I reckon if a decent team would have played the Panthers that week, they would have lost. Yeah, they, they were there to be had. Fir- they're in first gear the whole game. Probably that try mm. they scored at the end of the game, they kind of half relaxed, and that was an amazing try they scored at the end. But yeah, most of the game they're in first, second gear. They didn't even have to did, try much, and they, you know, they were still way too good. Did you see the acne on Cleary's face? Yeah, we we're talking about that. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I haven't seen acne like that since the Clearasil ads of the 80s. <laughs> I had that when I was about 13 when I went through <laughs> two packs of Tim Tams. <laughs> For like a week I had the worst So you're, you reckon Cleary's, uh, Cleary's getting into the Tim Tams or do you reckon it might be something else? We know something else that causes acne. Yeah, allegedly. We kind of yeah. alluded to it last week and I think a few people are starting to – not, I don't know, suspect anything, but just people can't believe how they how well they play week to week. The speed that they play out. For 80 minutes. 80 for minutes, 80 minutes, no, that's no unbelievable. Injuries. Like people say they're young, but shit, most teams are young. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah well, let's just see. Like, obviously, it's, it's something going on. Something eh? going on, eh? Look, look, it's May. So we can't really, you know, what do they say? The classic line, or, you know, you don't win comps in you May. You don't win a comp in May, yeah. But. Yeah, let's see but that's how they're going. <laughs> that, um, Hetherington, first two tackles. He came on after suspension. First two tackles were high. <laughs> he's, he's just hopeless, that guy. He just can't help himself. I know. He just cannot help At, himself. And what a, Charlie Staines. We, I had it. Um, there was a kid at school. His surname was Staines, right? Yeah. And do you know the shit he copped? Do you know the nicknames <laughs> he was... They used to call him shit stains, yeah. cum stains. <laughs> it just went on for went on forever. Yeah. Mate, why doesn't he change his name? I'd change my name if my surname was Stains. Well, he's the he, change it to blemish <laughs> at least, or, or smudge. Yeah. Well, he's happy, man, because they call him the Forbes Ferrari. So he's probably thinking, shit, it could have been a lot worse. You know. <laughs> he's, a, he's a good player too. All right, the big game. Oh my god. South, 38, para 20. Man, like I said last week, you know, like, I just don't know, man. It's like, like Dad said, it's Groundhog Day. This actually started, this issue with our right side defence started against you guys late last year, remember? Yeah, yeah. You yeah. watched that game and you just ripped us apart. Like, you guys were flying just before the semifinals and your yeah. strength was a left-hand side, but... <clears throat> we could see that there were some issues at play there. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, just terrible. Like, you've just got to be in a position where you've got to address it. Like, you can't – and you put Opacic on the other side to cover for um, for Wanga Blake, but it's just like bloody swapping chairs on the Titanic, reshuffling the deck on the Titanic, <laughs> you know. It's just Well, look, hopeless. you know, we spoke about this last week uh, – <clears throat> We know about your right-hand side. Your, the para fans know about the right-hand side. <clears throat> Why doesn't your coach know about it? I know. That's it. <laughs> you know? And, the week, and during the week he was saying, oh, it's not, it's not that issue with the, uh, the right-hand side. It's just the effort areas and all the usual stuff that he says. That's right. And, and we scored <laughs> six tries, six tries down that side. Yeah. But, yeah, he scored seven tries in totals, two 
yeah. from scrums. Like how can you score from a scrum? Like in this day and age, like you should be counting up. But the thing is you've got to slide. Like we're always up and in. And our, our wingers are bloody morons. They always like try and, you know, cut off the the, the, the centre or the 5'8". They always run in. Just slide. Use the sideline. It's just unbelievable. It's just so frustrating. Mate, what, look, as soon as I saw Gutho's new haircut. Oh, my God. I, I, I knew you were going to lose. <laughs> but why I just he... knew. No one in that team, no one with a haircut like that in a team can, you know, be taken seriously. He had a really bad game too. He got smashed yeah, all game. game. But yeah, I know, like, he's got the hair tied back. He's got the undercut. He's starting to recede and he's tying his hair back. It's even exposing it more. Like, you can yeah. use his forehead as the bloody big screen. And there was like no he's... Gutharina that night, no, mate. I don't know. It was just, I don't know. It was just... Just terrible, terrible. And poor Fergo. Fergo looks like a senile old man on the wing. He's just lost at sea. He doesn't know where to turn. He doesn't know where to run. Well, he is senile because he keeps fucking just running in. You just, you got to mark up on your winger. Stay on your winger for God's sakes. The whole game I'm saying stay on your winger. So frustrating. Just look, terrible. at the end of the day, at the end of the day, when you look at that game, that is not, they, they didn't look like two top four sides. No. They just didn't. They just didn't. Well, you look, on balance, like I was heaps frustrated with the, the right-hand side defence and everything like that, but there was a part where we came back, like there was a pass where Cartwright, I reckon, he was tackled without the ball over the line. If we'd scored that, it would have been 26-16 with about 22 minutes left. You literally scored off the next set. That Here we go, ifs and buts. <laughs> but look, again, ifs it would have targeted. I know, but then your left-hand side would have targeted us again and it would have been all over. And we took our foot off the pedal, which is worrying as well. That's, you know, a, good, a side like Penrith or the Storm, do not do that. Ah, why you know? not? Why, if you've got the game wrapped up, you've got to conserve yourself a bit. Have for you- for and against, our for and against, we've had two 50-plus um, uh, drubbings our for and against is nearly in the fucking minuses, man. Is it? We're yeah. like 27 or something. I think we spoke about this the other day too. It shit me more so because you guys were scoring so much. You notice when some a, a team scores now in some games, I think it's almost in most games, it's almost like they put the camera on the iPhone portrait. Have you ever taken a photo with the portrait on your phone? It's got that cinema, cinematic yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's horrible. I know. Just but what that's I was seeing, like, horrible. Fucking Johnson and Buckwheat. What's his name? Here we always call him. I was calling him Gagai. Gagai, like walking back in that cinematic camera. I was just shitting the hell out of me. But I've noticed they've been doing that all year. Anyway, yeah, I think we're going to play again later in the year. I think it's in July. Yeah, it's so, at your home. Bring it on, mate. Let's forget about yeah, this godforsaken but- game. By then, by then you'll be totally over with no chance. But I <laughs> well, looked at your draw, man. You've got draw. the easiest draw. No, we, we had an easy draw. Bullshit. Now it gets hard. Not straight away, but we play Penrith twice. We've got like there was even an article about it where they're saying that we've you got You don't a play hard the storm home. twice, do you? Um we've already played them once. We yeah, might play them again. Twice. We're playing the Roosters oh. again. We've got a we've got a hard a hard run home. But last year we were nine and two. At nine and two, we started to fade. So let's see what happens if if Arthur doesn't address this. If he, if it's just like a repeat, like Th- that's last if year, Arthur's there by the time 
we play you guys again? <laughs> no, he'll be there. He'll be there. But if he doesn't, if we do the same as last year, even though I've loved the guy, we've had him for like nine or ten years. He's turned us around. We're a basket case when he come. We've got to go. He's got to go. We've got to get somebody else. Roosters, 44, Raiders, 16. Jesus Christ. I mean, Roosters should be losing. Raiders should be winning. Yeah. Well, Roosters have got eight players yeah. out. Unbelievable. I know. Unbelievable. To come back. Yeah. What about Manu at 5'8"? Yeah, Jesus he Christ. He played well. He could go to any, t- any team in the comp would yeah, take him as a 5'8". Yeah. No, he played well. And the Raiders were leading 10-0. I was thinking, oh, my God. I thought, man, yeah. I, had my, I had a perfect round. I picked Souths. That's how much fucking lack of confidence I had with Para. And um, I picked the Roosters and I was stoked thinking I'm going to get the perfect round. But I picked, yeah, like I picked the Roosters. The Raiders were winning. I'm going, oh, here we go. But they faded again, man. Like I think we've already said it once before, but I reckon Stick 100% he's lost the dressing room. Oh, yeah. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that later. Um, Did you see his presser? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. (laughs) I thought thought they were, you know. They were going to call an ambulance. I yeah. thought that the guy was going to collapse. So it was worse than last week, was it? You were saying he was pretty bad last week. Yeah, yeah, it was worse than last week. He just seems to be getting worse and worse. We'll talk. We'll talk about that <laughs> later. Look, they re- yeah, they rested Walker, and I think they're trying to um, put ten kilos on the guy. You know, because like I saw him on the sideline, and um, the Uber Eats guy was there with two bags, <laughs> and he, he's matters. pulling out. Is Macca's, KFC, it just had everything. Burger, They're trying to fuck him ribs, up. That's the way. <laughs> Crispy creams. Yeah. That was our favourite. So while he scored his first try. Yeah, he's a classy player. They scored three tries in 10 minutes, the Roosters. Yeah, yeah. Mate, you know, you just can never count them out. Unbelievable. Eight players yeah. out and they still win. Still. And then Tedesco goes off with a hip injury. Yeah. And you're thinking, sweet. Tedesco injured, sweet, and then he's back on in 10 minutes. Fuck, man, I thought it was one of my daughters with the frozen one that just went like this to him. Freeze. You know, when he tried to move <laughs> off the – Yeah. He was gone. I thought, that's it, he's finished. But they gave him a needle, bang, he was back. They're saying it's one of the most painful injuries, but, yeah, you can play on What is it, it, a hip point or hip something? Hip flexor. Point. Yeah, but they call it hip point or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's, po- yeah. it's really painful, but it doesn't – Yeah, mechanically doesn't you're fine, but yeah, he's yeah. mate. He's you know the, the guy's a class player. They still got some class players, and yeah, that's what got him over the line. Sharks thirty eight, Titans ten. Sharkies, eh? They played like a top four team, man. They played well. Yeah, they played Johnson two hundredth game. Played well. Raymond in the uh, first half had a blinder, but the Titans. Well, what the hell's going on with them? Their defense is diabolical. I oh, know. They're too sideways to sideways, to an attack. Fucking Fafita thought he was playing touch. You know when you're doing a little bullshit dummy to yourself, you throws it up the ball in the air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he did that a couple of times. I go, what the hell are you doing, mate? Run straight, yeah. you're a beast. This was my game of the round. Knights 18, Seagulls 10. Yeah, great game. I love a good upset. I love a good upset when my team's not involved, of course. So I love a good upset. <laughs> and um, that, that was a good game, man. Like, Newey held on to a two-point lead all second half. Yeah. Well, it's good you know? to see a close game and a low-scoring yeah. game. Oh, you, well, that's you, right. You crave for it. You know, people say, oh, yeah, tries, tries, tries. There's right. fucking Do you remember a couple of, of cup. Do you remember a couple of years ago 
all the games were close, yeah. and you might have one blowout yeah, that's that right. weekend. That's right. Now they're all blowouts, and you have one close game. And there'd be hardly any teams that would get over 30 points. Like, yeah, if you got over right. 30 points, it's a smash. It was a, yeah, it was a good week. Yeah. It was a good now, week. So, yeah, it's totally so little Trebojevic made his debut. Yeah, got for smashed. thirty seconds <laughs> before he went off for eight. Yeah, he got smashed. Hey, did you notice there was only four cheerleaders on the sideline? No, <laughs> you know why? Because Harper before the game he was in his jumpsuit <laughs> and the feather boa, and he was walking around. He recruited six of the cheerleaders to be his money bitches. <laughs> and he promised them dates with Tommy Turbo and they all jumped on, on, on board. So they're going to be working for him. What about um, Funa, that hit that he did and stayed on? Yeah. I mean, you know, Radley, and we'll talk about Radley later, but, I mean, there's just so much inconsistency. But that, that was a it's shocker. Just, that was, he took yeah. his head off. Jumped yeah. in the air, bang, gone. Like, you'd think, yeah, he's going to get... He's going to get binned, but nothing at all happened. It was crazy. And, you know, we were saying before too, like this is a hardcore contact sport. Two of the HIAs were for players trying to tackle around the hips and legs. They put themselves in bad positions like fatigue, couldn't, you know, bad tackle technique. And that's that's what Gus was saying. That's what Gus was saying. He said, you you think you're getting rid of the HIAs, but once everyone goes around the hips, you're going to have even more HIAs. And I think this week – there was more HIAs from guys tackling around the hips and hitting their heads on hips than yeah. there was from head highs. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. That's so, I think there's um, there was something in NRL.com where the percentage was way higher for those type of HIAs versus head knocks. I don't yeah. know if it was 70-20 or 70-30, sorry, something around that, but it was, yeah, it was quite high. And especially now with that whole fatigue thing and players not being, like you said, players not used to tackling around the legs and the hips, it's going to happen a lot more. Did you hear what Des said in his presser? Yeah. He said, he said they couldn't buy a penalty <laughs> and he said Newcastle were enabled <laughs> to win. You reckon he's going to get um, fined for that? Probably, but I don't think he should. I reckon good on him. Good on him for saying that shit. No, you know, you know they're going to I don't reckon that's true, though. I don't reckon it's true. I reckon um, I reckon Newcastle played awesome. What they did was they kept Tommy Turbo quiet. Yeah, but look, it was a 9 and, and you keep Tommy Turbo quiet, then Manly's quiet. Yeah, but I think it was a 9-0 penalty count. Come on. Yeah. You can't – one team can't be perfect, you know, and the other team give away nine – but, yeah, you know, like, why can't they? They can just act tough. They go, yep, $200,000 fine, suspended. <laughs> which, which I was talking about. You know what? Like, it's all you bullshit, these suspended fine sentences. You know what? Fuck them. We need to talk about Sticky Stewart. What's going on there, man? What's going on? You've got Ferner coming out during the week talking about mental health of coaches. Now, who do you think he's talking about? How many coaches does he talk to a week? Exactly. He's talking about one guy. He's talking about his coach. He's talking about Sticky. 
Yeah, but they were saying, weren't they also saying about George, oh, it's Williams of Halfback. They're saying about his mental state too. And they were kind of But no one, no one cares about his mental yeah, state. Yeah, yeah, but they were alluding to him being weak in that instance. So you're yeah. saying Furner's actually then started to say the same thing about Stick? And that well, he didn't, he didn't mention any names, but he said we need, you know, the, um, the NRL needs to look at coaches' mental health as well. Yeah. well the, so, but he, he didn't mention any names, but what my point is, who else would he be yeah, talking yeah, about? Of course, you know? it's got to be him, and he's been watching yeah, yeah. the presses also, and he's thinking, Jesus you know, that, that George Georgie Williams, you know, you have fucking Kenty and Hooper. Oh, I, I hate them. Can't stand those two guys. They're going on. They're basically making out, oh, he's going home because he's homesick. He's going home because he's homesick. They spend all their time talking about um, duty of care for the players, but then when something happens that Sticky doesn't like, they throw duty of care out the window and they're basically calling him a sook. Yeah, because they're fucking, they're all about the agenda. Especially exactly. Kent. Kent is everything about everything he says is agenda driven. And he's always backing up his mates, you know what I mean? Like, be a bit like Buzz. I love Buzz. Even tonight, you know, he kind of started to argue against him. He's always kind of arguing against him. He doesn't want to join in that parade where they're all agreeing. Yeah, good on him. Yeah, exactly. Good on him. Good on him. Buzz has got a mind of his own. He's not doing the News Limited thing. That's right. Even though he works for News Limited, he's not doing the, he's not towing the company line. he's He's not scared to call it how he sees it. Yeah. And to go against the well, grain. So, so you've got um, Georgie Williams has left. Players are running away left, right, and center. What's going on? What's going on? Is it sticky? Is sticky too hard on them? Well, that's what they usually say. They say that, um, you know, you can have, not, not in small doses, but every team and every club he's been at they end up being like a basket case because he just drives them insane. So he might have have hit their use-by date already. I think he's been there for seven years. I've got a a little insight into Sticky Stewart that not a lot of people might know about, and this was from listening to Gus Gould's podcast this week, and he was talking about he, whenever he'd be somewhere where Sticky was, if they were out of town and they were in hotel rooms, Sticky would come to his hotel room, they'd both get drunk, <laughs> and then they'd both wrestle. Oh, my God. Can you imagine anything more horrible <laughs> than wrestling a Ricky Stewart or Gus? Is that what s- the fuck? I can think is that- of an infinite amount of things that would be better, <laughs> and, and one of them is... Um, being executed. Yeah. Is that some sort you of pent-up sexual frustration they have towards each other or something? Well, th- that's fine if it is. <laughs> you know, we're not judging that. No, they can, they can do that. But it what just seems odd. But Yeah. <laughs> but my point is, my point is, oh, and then he kept talking about like um, he talked, Gus spoke about how he went out with uh, Oak, the sponsors of, the Panthers oh, yeah, yeah. last week, and he said we had a real drinking session. He goes, I hardly drink anymore, and he goes, but I'm seeing Ricky next week, and he goes, so that's a good practice run for before I see Ricky. So basically, from what I gathered, Ricky's got a fucking drinking problem, man. <laughs> Ricky's got a drinking problem. Um, he looks as depressed as all shit. Like that presser that we saw, he just looked like 
Like, you know, if that was – if there was a guy like that at my work or at your work – You'd be, you'd pull them aside. You'd be going, "Are you all right, man? Do you want to go home?" Counseling, you know, you'd set them up. For yeah, counseling. you need to see someone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. That's the relationship that all started at the Roosters when Gus was pretty much the the puppeteer, and um, Stick was the the puppet that got the Roosters over the line in the grand final. And after that, it's turned a bit ugly for Stick. And this is like a, a potential continuation of it. But yeah, hundred percent, he's lost the dressing room. Maybe it's the Poms. You know, they've got that reputation of being whingers. It seems to be yeah. led by the Poms or the, uh, the issues. <laughs> Bateman last year and now with um, even, I think, with uh, Hodgson, there was a bit of an issue, wasn't there? Well, he was the captain. He's been rested a few times. Yeah. So yeah, there's some troubles down in um, Canberra. And there was even a rumour that Williams, and again, this is I think this was from Hooper, where he said, yeah, he wants to release his homesick and then he got his agent to talk to um, some clubs on the um, in Sydney. He wanted to live near the beach. He doesn't like living well, in Canberra. Only place, the only place I've heard that rumour is from Hooper. I haven't heard yeah. it anywhere else. Yeah. I reckon it's just Hooper just, you know, yeah, trying to, siding with Ricky. Yeah, trying to make him look bad. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear um, – Little article, it, was, it didn't name any names. I think it might have been in one of Buzz's, you know, how he has those, like, yes. Buzz's, Yeah, I know what whatever. you're going to say, yep. Whiten. Cage goes off it. Can I say what? Oh, go on. Oh, okay, you go. No, yeah, no, no, I thought different. that Buzz thing, there was an article where the guys, guess which player's hanging to go to Origin Camp to get away from his, um, <laughs> the dressing room, and that's Whiten for sure, you know. Yeah. Are you going to say something Now, this different? one was, Coach goes off at Magic Round. Yeah. <laughs> In restaurant about his food. <laughs> so in, in the hotel they're staying at, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's gone off about the food. And I'm trying it didn't name the names, but I'm trying to guess yep. which coach it is yep. and what the food was. <laughs> so I'm sure you've got you'll have a theory, but my theory is um, I reckon it's O'Brien. <laughs> I reckon it's O'Brien and they might they probably served him. Something like, um, you know, some sort of like French cuisine or something. Yeah, yeah. And he, what, what the fuck's this shit, mate? <laughs> I've fucking ordered bangers and mash, mate. Yeah. Well, he's got a bit of a temper, hasn't he? Didn't he get kicked out of the um in the off season? He got kicked off. That's right. At the races, so yeah, I wouldn't be the only coach, the only coach ever to have an off-field incident. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe who else, maybe who else, who else do you reckon it was? Well, if it was a French restaurant, it might have been Robertson. He's got the. Well, I didn't say it was a French restaurant. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, I, I reckon, I reckon, stick. He's got a lot in his mind. <laughs> He's an angry man. I reckon they gave him, you know, he might have asked for pork dumplings. Sanchoi Bao. Well, they, no, he would have. He <laughs> loves Sanchoi Bao. Yeah. He ordered, San, yeah, Sanchoi Bao, and they brought out pork ducklings, and he just picked it up and fucking threw it in the waiter's face. <laughs> That could have happened. Yeah. Well, poor Sticky. I hope he gets the help he needs. I, I really do. Yeah. I really do. Like so, someone said, uh, um, you know, the Raiders have, you know how he's going on, that they have that great 30 minutes. You know, we have we have 30 <laughs> minutes in this and we seem to drop away. Someone yeah, said yeah. someone said it was like um, it was like them playing well for thirty minutes, saying this is what we can do, Sticky, yeah. and then for the rest of the rest of, but we're not doing it for you, mate. That's it. I reckon they all start sticking their little fingers up towards the 
the box, the players' box. It's like, you know, suck you, mate. But the thing is, he can't get sucked because his best mate's the CEO. So how are they going to yeah, get rid of him? He's not going to get rid of him. I wonder how many years he's got left in his contract. Oh, he'll make up some excuse. So, but, but we agree he's lost the sheds. Oh, he's yeah, definitely yeah, lost yeah, the sheds, everyone. Right? There's no, there cannot yeah. be anyone that thinks he hasn't lost to the lose shed. that game. To lose that game against the Roosters who had eight players or whatever out, you know, but not only to lose it, to get smacked like that, there's something going on, eh? There's something going on, all right. I reckon, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out because they can't really suck him because of what we said. He's a legend of Canberra. Best mates with the CEO, but they're imploding. So, yeah, it's going to be unreal. I don't want to see him get sucked because I hang for the presses. Yeah, we all say, oh, how good is the presser going to be? Even at the end um, of that game, I think within the first five minutes, they got that, you know, in the little left-hand corner of the screen, it's got Ricky Stewart's presser coming up, (laughs) you know, and it was still like another half an hour ago. I kept refreshing my screen. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> waiting for it to come exactly. up. Exactly. Everyone just hangs out for that. And it didn't disappoint, man. It did not disappoint. Yeah, but now he's, he's just getting a bit dark now. Like you said, he's a bit too depressed. We want to see the fire in the belly. We want to see him go off. Yeah. Well, that, that'll that probably happen. I'm thinking he's going to have his actual nervous breakdown <laughs> during a presser. Yep, yep, yep. He's, yeah. Maybe we'll, and that, we'll feed some lines to the um, reporters. We'll pass them some notes, <laughs> say this, say that. I reckon they'll call in a priest. <laughs> I reckon they'll call in a priest. I reckon he's going to be that bad. Yeah. Deliver the last rites to him. No, because he's possessed. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about last week, you know, the confusion with the high shots, people turning off the game, and now we're hearing about players up in arms. It made me think, you know, I thought, could Valandis be the third Antichrist? Mate. <laughs> Who are the first two? The first, you don't know, the first, the first one's Napoleon. Oh, get The fuck. second one's Hitler. Well, that's what Nostradamus said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then it must be fucking true. Of course, anyway... Think about it. He could be the Antichrist. Look, the, let's get serious about this for a second. I agree with you, by the way, but let's <laughs> let's get serious. Rugby league, there's a civil war going on in the NRL. This is like Super League, man. This is like the Super League war. You've got on one side, you've got the players and the fans, and when I say players and fans, I'm saying 90% of the players, 90% of the fans versus Volandis and the journos. Mm. Yeah. You know? And we, we, the, you heard that interview with um, the rep for the Clint union, Newton. Clint Newton, like Kenty. That was disgusting, I know, man. Kenny's obviously back in Volandis, but just let him talk. He just kept talking over him. It was actually Newton was proving – his point with Kent, because Kent... That's right. Just, Kent is a moron. Yeah, just continually started talking over him. Like, he's got some valid points, but just let the guy speak and then say what you've got to say. Kent was shouting. He was like a, he was like a two-year-old. He wouldn't let him speak. He was... And he was just so much on, 
you know. Mate. He's just so pro-Volandis. He's towing the company line. And I've heard two things. Steve Mascord came out today and said that Kent and Hooper, because they work for News Limited, mm. uh, are on um, Volandis' side because Racing Australia has spent millions upon millions of dollars advertising in the Daily Telegraph. Right, is that right? So that's why they're siding with Volantis. But, look, you've got all these senior players. They're saying, they're saying the game is too fast and because of the speed of the game, accidents are going to happen and you cannot, you cannot rub someone out for four weeks over a fucking accident. Well, that's what Newton was saying. It's not just what's happening now with the the head eyes and the and the sim binning. It's it's a collective thing. Like it's all the rule changes that have been happening. And they're saying that the play should have some sort of a say. Like I Exactly. I, I think they should have some sort of a say. I, I agree, but not not a large say. I, I, I tend to agree the other way. Like you can't let the bloody, you know, the crazy people run the asylum. But they have to have some sort of a say because you have to listen to the players. You have to – they're the people playing the game. Look, they know how affected they are. You can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. Volandis can't have the fast game that he's got now and not expect accidents to happen. Yeah, that's right. Not expect, you know, accidental head highs. Look, the solution is really – I think the solution is if it's an accidental head high, well, then it's just a fucking penalty, even, you know? Even that's hard to decipher. The game's so fast. Like you said, the game's so fast. Accidents are going to happen. They're going to make mistakes with that too. But it is important to get the player's opinion. Well, I'm I'm talking about, okay, accidental. Let's say someone's arm hits the ball, the ball arm bounces off the ball and hits the player in the chin. That's accidental. Yeah, but fucking refs are dumb. They're humans. They make mistakes. There's always going to be controversy with that. It's going to be hard. It's going to be yeah. Hard. Well, you, all I'm saying is you can't have the no, speed of the game it is now without and not expect exactly that's those types of accidents. And what about the HIAs that players are getting from uh, we were talking about before from um, tackling around the hips? No one's even mentioned yeah. them. And the other players, Kiri came out and said, "Well, what what about the because um, of the speed of the game? What about the ankle injuries, the knee injuries, the pec injuries, the shoulder injuries?" Mate. They haven't mentioned those at all. Not only that, you know what? I even read it. I think it was in one of Buzz's whispers or something. They're saying there's already a coach saying any little touch to the face, go down and try and milk a penalty. You watch that start to happen. Can you imagine in a semi-final? It's happening now. Yeah, but they're gonna. it's going to happen bloody left, right and centre, nonstop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, this is what Valant, mate, I'm going back to that Antichrist thing. Think about it. The Bible <laughs> said the Antichrist would be lauded as the saviour of the world, which he was when he brought the NRL back, the first in world professional sport. But then he would reveal his true self by destroying, which is happening now, by destroying the game. Man, I would not be surprised when after he passes and somebody exhumes his body that will find the skeleton of a jackal in that coffin, man. (laughs) He's the Antichrist. Can you argue with that? No. No. I cannot (laughs) argue with that. You 
don't seem to realise the seriousness of it. Rugby league is at war, buddy. It's at war. This is tearing the fabric of the game apart. I, I also heard, I also heard that um, Channel Nine, because people are turning off in droves, Channel Nine are now saying, are now threatening rugby league, saying this is not the game that we contracted. Really, I haven't heard that. Yeah, shit. That, yeah, it will become a war. Then that's going. That's starting yeah. to sound like Super League if that's happening. Yeah, they're saying this is not the game that we. You know, they're only saying it because people are turning off. Yeah. If people, if they had more people coming in, um, they wouldn't be saying it. But they're saying, yeah, this isn't the game that we actually signed for. Jesus so you know, this Christ. isn't rugby league. Technically, rugby league anymore. So have their actual ratings gone down? Yeah. Far out. I didn't, yeah, I didn't. I wasn't aware of that. That's gonna. Jesus Christ. That's gonna. And, and did you notice how? Um, I don't know if you watched three sixty tonight, but when they were talking about Origin, Bud said. You watch them, if, if the refs put the whistle away, it's a joke. And then Kenty and Hoops jumped up and I was like, no, of course, they get, you, know, you know, they've been putting the whistle away for years and years. we got to, you know, but they're, they're, they say. Hypocrite. They, that's they, being hypocritical. Total hypocrisy. It is, yeah. Total hypocrisy. Yeah. Those guys are a waste of time. Mate. They're nobodies. They're either, they never made it in rugby league, you know, and they think they know better than all the players. They think they know better than all the experts. They're a joke, and I'm calling out for a boycott. Well, you know, I'm what saying I mean? everyone boycott <laughs> Kenty and Hooper. Yeah, but you know, you and me both, we've gone off the ball a little bit with State of Origin. But I'm going to be hanging a watch it this year to see actually what's going to unfold with the high shots and the sim binning if it's going to happen. I think they even mentioned it tonight. Can you imagine? If it's state of origin and it's like eleven versus twelve or something, that's crazy. Origin, I'm so over Origin. We've got seven. South have got seven players going to Origin camp. That's more than half our starting thirteen. How are we meant to win a fucking game? Yeah, that's the. That's a joke. That's more than Penrith have got. That's the blight of the rusted on supporter. You know, you always. Hate the fact that you, when you're successful, your team's going well. Even if you're not, you can be middle of the road and you're losing players. It just kills you. It breaks your heart. Well, and then you're sweating, worrying that your player's going to get injured. Well, we've spoken about this before. We've spoken about this before. Origin wrecks club footy. It tears club footy apart. Yeah. You know, and it's a bloody. It's, it's a nine week process. <laughs> Exactly. It goes it goes for a third of the bloody season. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Ratings have been going down, so... Um, well, you know, you're, you're talking about News Corp banning them and 360. What about our mate Hadley's on there now on 360? Oh. <laughs> hey, God. Did you know it's that? just getting worse. Why are they getting... Why are they getting fucking journos oh, in man. there? Did you know, you know that journos um, are running this game? But did you know that Rothfield and Hadley had a blue back in the day? Did they? Yeah. What was that about? I just remember there was some sort of a fight, and then I had to look up, and there's a de- there's an article about it. It's got your um, Rothfield demanded Hadley to come down for down to the hotel bar to join him for a drink. Hadley's up in his room <laughs> and buzzes downstairs having a drink. John's explained. He keeps ringing me up and asking Hadley asking Hadley for him to come down. Eventually, Buzz goes upstairs, knocks on his door. Hadley opens it, goes bush, and he drops Buzz. He whacked me and then slammed the door in my face. So I had no chance of getting up and getting a hit in myself, said Buzz. 
I jumped into the lift. <laughs> As if Buzz is going to yeah. get hit. He goes, I jumped into the lift. I went downstairs, rang his room and said, car park now. None of this King hit stuff. But he opened me up. <laughs> that was the end of it. <laughs> and now they're working These together. Guys, you can sense a bit of tension there, you know. These guys are just morons, really. Yeah. You know, like I like Buzz. Don't like Hadley. Like Never did like Hadley. I love Buzz. Uh, I think Hadley's another wannabe, you know. what? Uh, at the footy show, remember he got the shits because um, Fatty used to call him a Neville yeah, all the time? Yeah, He actually walked off once because he was calling him a Neville. Yeah, and that's what he is. He's a Neville. A little sook, eh? Did you hear about Hayne? He's been moved into a white-collar prison. Yeah. In Kuma, so he's, he's nice and happy. But shit, what happens? He's not the sharpest tool in the, in the shed. You might be asking for like financial advice, and all these guys are white collar criminals. <laughs> all he's got is like money, obviously, from his pain career. I reckon by the time he comes out, he'll have nothing to his name. <laughs> he'll have absolutely nothing. How so? I don't know. They'll probably say, you know, I know someone in Nigeria who wants to give you like a large sum of money. <laughs> That's the straight away he'll blow everything. Real, yeah. man. He'll blow everything straight away. Yeah. And what about Jennings? You see Jennings in the um in the Telegraph? His wife's charging him with rape, isn't she? Yeah, his ex-wife. Well, it's civil action, so there's nothing, there's no. So it's money. It's yeah, all about it's money. it's all about money and stuff. But he looks like Don so King. So what, what did she say? <laughs> what did she say he did? That he That he raped her. But the interesting thing is. It all, she said, I think they were married when they, he was playing for the Roosters. And she said he'd come back drunk or on drugs. And that's when it would occur. Right. No one's, well, they, so she's basically alleging that he took drugs when he was playing for the Roosters. Is it going to be an investigation? Oh, it happened back then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2004. Well, so the, no, not, no, he's clean skin at Para. Actually, shit, I take that back. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, but I just. It's more his appearance, you know, like he looks heaps fat. He's got the Don King hairstyle. He's gone to the dogs. Jack DeBellin's made his comeback. Yeah, he's playing first grade this week apparently. Is he? Far out after two, two yeah. years off. My God. Yeah. Yeah, it's security guards at the game. Was that more to protect him or for the ladies against him? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Look, all I know is that that, case was really weird like i said before you know it had some weird witnesses people broke into places and witnessed something people dreamt shit you know no wonder the jury was confused and couldn't come yes. to a decision we can't wait for the telly movie to come out <laughs> on channel channel seven at midday and indigenous right. around we didn't talk about indi- indigenous round yeah we did we just went the whole no no but we didn't focus on all the great round. indigenous players you know I was, oh, mate, you only had to watch the South game <laughs> to see that. That's right. Well, and then the, the, the complete opposite of that was Fergo. Who was your favourite Indigenous player of all time? You'll say English. Mm, no, English, yeah. Man, I, I love Dean Withers. He played mostly at the Roosters, but he played a couple of years at Parra. Like, he played a couple of years at South too, after Parra. Yeah, I think even then when he retired... He played for the, um, is it the Redfern All Blacks? He might have played till he was yeah, well in probably. his 40s, mate, a complete legend. And once he was interviewed on um, well, one of the Fox shows and, mate, really impressive guy too, smart. Tricky Trindle, I love Tricky Trindle as yeah, well. Yeah, he was a good player. 
He was a great player, Tricky Trindle. He was fantastic. If you need, oh, that were the good old days, weren't they? We were young. That's it, and it was all happening. All right, let's go through the Origin teams. I've got the Queensland team. We've got one. Kalen Ponga, so he's coming straight from injury, straight to to um, yeah. state of origin. Is he? Yep. Is that what's happening? Pretty much. Yep. Number two, Xavier Coates. Number three, Kurt Kate. Well, I'm not sure about Xavier Coates. I mean, I think he's a great, good, good player. I don't know if he's origin standard, but I guess he's a tall winger. So he comes um, across as someone that'll stand up in the big games. Yeah. I'm backing him. Um, Number three, Kurt Capewell. That's very well deserved for him. Dane Gagai, who had a blinder, scored a hat trick against Para. Yeah, easy to do. Valentine Hones, Cameron Munster. Now, I heard, I heard today that Munster told the selectors that he doesn't think he's going to be ready. Really? Well, maybe that's it's one of those situations where they're going to pick him, yeah. but they'll give him like up until the day before. Number seven, Robot Boy himself, Daly Cherry Evans. Number eight, Christian Welsh. Number nine, Harry Grant. So he's coming straight back from injury, straight into origin. Isn't Reed Marnie number nine? Not here. Oh, okay. He, he's um, number 19. Um, number 10, Tino Fasula Malia. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> big Tino. Yeah, Big Tino. Number 11, Felice Kafusi. My God. Well, he's he's got to go to the uh, tribunal. He got charged for That's right, tripping. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. He'll probably get off. Yeah. Num- number 12, David Fafita. Number 13, Jai Arrow. 14, AJ Brimson. 15, Jaden Sewer. Who, that's another funny um, selection because he was dropped mm. last week. Yeah, that's right. And he's gone from dropped to, to a place in the origin side. Yeah, and then uh, 16, Magawi Fotowaker. Joe Offengawe, 18, Kyle Felt, 19, Reed Mahoney, and 20, Cohen Hess. Mm, not, not a bad team. Good forward. Not pack. a bad team. Well, yeah, the, not a bad team. The problem's going to be the three plays you said, like um, Ponga, Munster, and um, yeah. Harry Grant. None of them have yeah. really played, and they're, they're the three best players pretty much, so it's all going to really be dependent on them. All right, let's see the blue side. You've got uh, Tedesco at one, To'o making his debut. I don't know about To'o. He's a great player at club level. He's a bit short. Yeah, that's He's a what bit I'm short, worried but about. he does everything at 1,000 miles an hour. I know, I know, so, but I just, you know. I don't know. I just don't know with a high ball how he's going to cope. Mitchell and Travojevic, what a great center pairing. I know they're yeah, fullbacks, that's, that's but that's unbelievable, that's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Ado Carr, look at that three-quarter line. Like, oh, yeah, probably they've the, won already. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep. Then Luai is making his debut. Another one, like a great player at club land. But I, yeah, I'm not sure yeah, about him. I don't know. I think someone was saying, and I agree, it's like a bit like Cody Walker. You know, like Cody yeah. Walker's good at club level. He's got a bit more space, a bit more time. In origin, yeah. you don't have that, so I think he's going to struggle. Then Cleary, yeah. he's been unbelievable. He'll, he'll lift. Yeah. Safidi, he's been awesome. Damian Cook had a blinder against us, son of a bitch. Yeah, but he's been playing. He's 
been way under par. Yeah. I, you know, these guys I think Coruscant. I think Coruscant's better, but these guys lift at that. At that they, they put they put him in. They put Cook in. Where, um, because Murray, he needs Murray. He runs off Murray. He runs off Murray's yeah, um, yeah. fast play the balls. Yeah. Murray runs off his passes. You know. Yep. Yeah, go on. And you got Travoyevich starting at prop. He's usually on the bench or like at a locker. He's a great player. Mm. I love him. Yeah, um, yeah, Cameron Money. Money. Murray. He's your um he's your turbo. See the it, difference mate, when he came he's back. Yeah, he's, mate, he's, he's a great he's player. He's a great player. He's a great player. Tarek Sims, he's been playing really good actually for the Dragons. Yeah. So that's a good selection. Yeah. And then Yo, he's he's playing unreal. Jack Wyden. Having an average yeah. season, but tailor made for Origin, like a great utility. Yeah. I think that's a good move. Junior Paolo for uh, the power plays, been playing Unreal. Payne Haas playing well. Liam Knight. And then 18, Happy Corso, who are you mentioning? So that's an interesting yeah. one. I Mate, is there an injury cloud on Cook? Well, the hooker on, on the hooker on the bench, they do that a yeah, lot. Yeah, but he's 18. Yeah. He's like... um. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. And then Campbell Graham, another South Sydney boy. Yeah. That one I'm a bit surprised about. Like he's – Freddie loves him. Freddie loves him. Apparently he trained him in the juniors and he just thinks, you know, well, he could, tall, maybe tall, rangy. Yeah. They think he's – he, you know, they think he could be a Travojevic. Yeah, but he might – maybe they're going to test out To'o and if he struggles, he's a tall, yeah. lanky guy, started off his career in the – in, on the wing and pl- and played unreal in the wing. I thought he was a much better winger. Yeah, so maybe he's like a bit of a backup there. But yeah, so when you look at those two teams, or if those three Queensland players play, it'll be a great game. If they don't play, you have to you have to tip New South Wales. But I'm tipping New South Wales anyway. Just from listening to that list of New South Wales players. I think they've got it all over Queensland. And with Paul Green coaching Queensland, I don't give them much hope, yeah, you know. Yeah. But, mate, it, Tedesco, you know. <laughs> Mitchell, Travojevic, mate, yeah, they're unbelievable. Uh, that's, yeah, it's un- un- unbelievable. They have to yeah. hold the forward pack. They've got a good forward pack, the um, yeah. Queensland. But, um, so and, we, you know, so. there's like, and there's two games in Queensland yeah. too. So, you know, one game's in Townsville, the first game's in Townsville. So. And the, I'm looking at there's a Queens the Blues have got their team photo at Coogee. And you can see the there's a good break out there, son. Remember the days uh, in the summer days we'd be out there? Oh, did you see the surf today? Yes, yeah, massive. I could see here from the photo. Oh, absolutely massive. Man. We'd be carving up. We should have been in the background there. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, it should be a good game. And we've got a couple of um. Who are you tipping? Oh, I'm tipping. Who are you tipping? Man, and they're playing in Queensland, so that's gonna give them a couple of points. Um, I'm picking New South Wales, but I'm not super confident. Yeah, I'm tipping the Blues. Yep. Okay, this week's games, it's a short round. It's bye week because of origin. Thursday night, Dragons v Broncos. It's so hard, eh, when there's so many players out. You just don't know. It's like a lottery. Yeah, you don't know. I'll tip the Dragons. Me too. I think Broncos have got too many out for origin. Tigers, Friday night against 
Panthers. Yeah, you have to. Now, Panthers have got five players out. Yeah, you have to give them a chance. They, they played yeah. pretty good, the, um, the West Tigers. Have they got anyone out? Yeah. I don't think they have. Yeah, I'm going to go the Tigers. In yeah, an upset. I'm going to go Tigers in an upset. Yeah. Um, Storm also on Saturday v Titans. Well, the Titans, they got the Sunshine Coast Stadium. Yeah, the Titans have got the two big boys in the Ford pack out. They're playing terrible. The Storm, they're just a machine, you know. They'll just replace the um the players that yeah, went out. That's right. They'll win. They'll win comfortably. All right, and the big game of the round, Knights. V Eels. Jesus. At McDonald Jones Stadium. Fucking, I spit on the Eels at the moment. (laughs) Uh, I'll pick Parramatta. Surely the Eels have got to win. Surely. I mean, you know, the Knights. Safidi's out. Won't have Ponga. Yeah, Safidi's out. Um, Pierce is out. You know, you got to, if you don't win this, forget it, man. We're playing. I've told you, I just lost all confidence in. In Arthur, like he should have had Murata in the centres. Well, defending actually, Dylan Brown's back. He'll he'll help us massively on the right. Danny Brown. Danny Brown's back. He'll help us heaps on the right hand side. I reckon Murata will go back into the centres. Mate, I, I can't see us losing three in a row. I don't want to see us lose three in a row. Yeah, I have to pick Para. Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick Para in that one. All right, you've been listening to Professional Foul, a rugby league podcast. Other podcasts to listen to are Balls Out, No Flops, Duke and Leon. You can you can uh, follow us on Twitter underneath Duke and Leon. And time for us to piss off. Pissing off. Good night. Fair dinkum, I love the game. It's back, it's back. <laughs>